I think we really got something here. It's like, no, that's not a thing. You gotta tell them that you ate your ex. We are some creative guys. Are we about to kiss? No. Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven and with me as always is Brandon J flipping. He did it. He did it. All right. <laughs> Brandon, not as scared of anything flipping. Honestly, this man, who I got ice in my veins. This guy's got ice in his veins. He's afraid of nothing. But on today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about this time of the year, fall, maybe some scary stuff if it comes to mind. Um, we're also going to be talking about just the specifics of Halloween and is it a real holiday or is it kind of just like another one of those Hallmark holidays? I think it's up for debate, so we'll go into that a little bit. We'll we'll, uh, we'll talk it through. Uh, we'll also give you a joke here and or there. Uh, again, I'm going to refrain from jokes on this episode. I'm I'm trying to build a a specific image of myself. Okay, let's hear about that. Let's let's hear about that. Um, image. just like one that's like really mature. That's why you're wearing button ups. That's why I'm wearing button ups okay. a lot. I'm wearing this watch. Um, okay. don't ask me about the watch. Okay. Uh, I wasn't just thinking about it. Okay. Just understand that it is a watch and it is classy. Yeah. Um, Got it. you know, I, I, I pay my own rent. I do my own utilities. So it's just, I'm cultivating an image that is one of maturation mm. essentially. Mm. Yeah. You're a very, very mature guy. That's why I love doing this show with you because you're the mature one and I'm just the other guy. So I get it. You you've really taken on to that identity of just the other guy. You you love it. <laughs> I yeah, that's not true. Um, okay, so now that we uh, we've hit October, have you done anything specifically for October yet? Like, have you done anything Halloween related or or specifically fall related? Um, I have gone to an apple orchard. Okay, that was pretty fun. Um, let's see what what all did I do there? Just to give you some details. Uh, we, we took a tractor ride out to, uh, um, where you pick the apples. I got some Honeycrisp apples, um, some, they're like snowstorm. I don't think that's what they're actually called, but they said something with snow in it. So I was calling them snowstorm the entire time. And we did some taste testing on the apples. Got to make sure there's no worms in there. So we were good to go. You got a preference on uh, red, yellow, green? Red for sure. Well, I like the the honey crisp or like reddish yellow. Like they got that mixture, but the the honey crisp, like you can definitely the crisp is a perfect description for the bite into that apple. It's so good. Like some of the I think the snowstorm one, my mouth is watering right now just thinking about it. <laughs> the, okay. The snowstorm one was like a little too soft. Um not not super sweet and then there was another one that was like super hard do you like those kind for sure <laughs> i love those kind um but yeah the, the, that was really good and then we what else did we do oh they had like uh like little farm animals that you could you could feed um it was pretty funny to watch the little kids <laughs> having their little hands licked by like a goat and stuff it was pretty funny um and then the apple orchard had a little gift shop or whatever they were selling like green apple licorice uh they had these little um honey gels that were like flavored different things um it was really good there was a green apple one there was a raspberry one that one was really good 
and then there was just like a regular honey one. It was all really good stuff. And then they had a a taco truck. Mm. I don't know if I don't. Are taco trucks fall exclusively fall things? <laughs> I don't. <know. laughs> I have no idea. No, uh, probably not. I, think, I, I actually think more of a summer thing is taco trucks. Do you like food trucks? Are eh. you a fan? Eh. I think they're fine. I, I don't get, like, the big hoopla behind it. Like, I was going to say, it's like a big hipster thing. I, I, like, I love food trucks. <laughs> I see how it is. I wear a jean jacket, and now I'm like, are you definitely food truck guy? <laughs> okay. Okay. No, uh, they're fine. They're, they're great. I, I could take them or leave them. Um, are you wearing the jean jacket because it's fall? Is this, like, a denim thing? Uh, kind of. I think, like, this is the time. I love fall fashion. I talked about this in my uh, top ten reasons of how, that Halloween is the – or that October is the best month. Um so yeah, I like I like wearing the, these types of like jackets. So that's part of it. Um, what about like scary movies or any of that type of stuff? Ooh yes. So I um, recently watched The Strangers. Have you seen that one? No, I've heard of it, but I never saw it. Before. It's one of my favorite scary movies because it's not. I mean, there are a couple of jump scares, but it's not about jump scares. It's like this this couple is staying at like a. A summer house, uh, cabin, whatever you want to call it, um, in in the boonies. There's nobody around them, and uh, they're kind of going through a tough time between each other. Um, so it's things kind of – like the movie isn't just about the spookiness. It also is about this couple trying to work through stuff. And then there's just this group of three people that decide to terrorize them. And they're like there's like a scene – where she hears something outside, so she locks the door, and then she's, like, walking in the kitchen to, like, think what she wants to do next, and you just see a guy with a mask walk behind her in the shot. Well, now I can never see it, though, because you just told me he, there's a guy with a mask in it. Well, there's a trailer that has that exact clip, so <laughs> okay. I think you'll so be you okay. So you didn't spoil completely. <laughs> okay. But I just, I love, like, the, the, uh, the thrilling aspect, like, the like the haunting of it rather than I like horror. I think you can do really wrong if you just rely on these jump scares and stuff. So I, I, I particularly like that movie. I also really want, this isn't really a scary movie, but uh, seven, have you seen seven with Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman? Mm-hmm. So that's a serial killer movie. I, I have a plan to watch that. And then I'll obviously the, uh, the classics like Hocus Pocus. You like Hocus Pocus? I I remember liking it. I haven't seen it in a long time though. That's actually a movie I'd love to go back and watch again. What about Nightmare Before Christmas? Is that a is Nightmare Before Christmas a Halloween movie or uh, Christmas movie? I think it's a little bit more of a Halloween movie, but I think it, it's a both, which is sort of the beauty of making a movie that like you can market for either of them. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, but, are you you're a fan of that movie? I uh, I think it's like one of the coolest movies I've ever seen. Like I I admit that like the plot. And, like, there, it's, I don't know. Are it, you really going to get the plot of Nightmare Before Christmas? Get the fuck out. <laughs> All of a sudden, you're a movie snob. What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's pretty good. The animation's all right. But the plot, you know, the writing could have been. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Ever since this guy started wearing denim, he's been different. Dude, I always wear denim. I, uh, denim. I always wear <laughs> jeans. But, you know, jean jackets. Okay. Regardless, <laughs> Nightmare Before Christmas is a good movie. I didn't see it until I was, uh, like, 19. That was the first time I saw it. It's pretty good. Um, it's my brother's favorite movie, so I happen to... Like, that makes like, extra, like, enjoyable to watch. There is one scene. This is the weirdest thing. I don't know why this is the case, but there's a scene. Uh, Sally's, um, like, guardian, the, the scientist or whatever, oh, yeah, her creator, yeah, yeah. Um, 
he can open up his head and touch <laughs> yeah, his brain. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> but when I was a kid, every time I watched that scene, when he would scratch his brain, I would get hungry. Like it would, I remember you telling me this. It would make me crave things, and I don't know why it's so Dude, weird. They snuck it in there. It was like a, like for like a, a millisecond, <laughs> they snuck something in there about like eat. <laughs> you see in the bottom right corner, Mike and Ike's on the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know. Well, you've heard like they do these like subliminal things. Like when I was a kid, they would like they put like drink Coke. Like they would like say they they sneak it into something. Well, I didn't even realize this until recently, but like. M- brands will pay for their stuff to get into movies. Like if you watch Taken and Liam Neeson is driving a Kia, like they paid for that mm-hmm. so that you see Kia as the car he's like doing crazy stuff with. And yep. I'm just like, God, this is, all of this stuff is so manipulative. <laughs> exactly. Subliminal. It really it's just ridiculous. Just let, just let people enjoy shit. Quit trying to sell me stuff. It's so smart though, because it's just like, you it, it it like it's so subtle that it goes into your mind and all of a sudden you're you're buying a Kia and you didn't even know it because you saw it in a movie. I almost bought a Kia the other day just because See? of that. <laughs> hey, look at this, it works. What about what about you? Have you? I, I think you talked about going to a pumpkin patch. Have you done any uh, Halloween or fall esque things? Uh, I haven't gone to pumpkin patch yet. I want to go like next weekend. That's I think what my plan is. Okay. I I really want to um, do that as one of the things because I like getting a pumpkin and like carving it. Pumpkin carvings is something I always do. Um, then, obviously, the the video that you and I did, that was definitely, like, very... Let's uh, tell them about that. That's definitely very Halloween-esque. So, um, I guess I'll announce it for the first time on EMG. But uh, Brandon and I, we stayed at a haunted hotel, and we, like, recorded our experience there. And I don't want to go into too many of the details, but we, like, tried to make it as scary as possible by, like... It's scary. By, like, actually pushing ourselves into doing the things that we know people would probably be a little bit scared to do. Um, We had a lot of fun in the process, too, so don't expect that the whole thing is, like, super serious. Um, But it was a really, like, cool experience. There was one moment where I thought I was going to lose you. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. I don't know how you survive that moment, but I, yeah, I've gone back and watched that scene a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's pretty good. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'm really excited about this video. I have over an hour of footage though to edit through, so that's gonna oh, be that'll be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be fun, but I don't think that video is gonna come out like for maybe another couple of weeks or so. Yeah, but it will. It will be like the main video of, of uh, Halloween this year. I might do another one that's kind of a, a similar-ish kind of one, but only if I can get around to doing it because, you know, we got a limited time on this month. Yeah, but you're looking forward to the pumpkin patch? You- yeah, so that's one thing. And then I try to do 30 minutes of Halloween every day. So, you know, I'll watch like um, – I'll watch something or I'll play like Mario 64. There's like a haunted house level. I'll just I, – like I, I'll replay that. Wait, you like actually that. like – legitimately every day try to do 30 minutes of Halloween stuff? Yeah, I try to if I can. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, because I, I like the idea of like stretching it out to like actually enjoy. Whoa, it, wait a second. <laughs> stretching it out? Yeah, just for 31 days. Interesting, dude. Just for 31 wait, days. Wait, just for 31 days? Because you also said the beginning of fall is no, okay. No, You know what? You are all over the place. No. Can you stick to one argument? This is different. <laughs> one of my favorite things to do to Steven when we're in an argument is I just keep like getting louder and louder so he can't talk. <laughs> it is really frustrating. And then he actually. starts to laugh, too. Yeah, it's really frustrating. <laughs> 31 days is fine. I'm just saying, if you 
for people who start celebrating Halloween and let's say, um, I don't know, like if you start celebrating it as soon as uh, fall begins, it's not as bad as like if you start celebrating September 1st. September 1st is way too soon. <sighs> wow. Just a person. I don't know. This is hot takes over here. Just a thought. Hot takes of Stephen Russell B. <laughs> um, what? Uh, did, what about Halloween Town? Did you like that movie? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw Halloween Town two first. Actually, weirdly, I got invited in fourth grade to a Halloween Town party where, like, one of the, my uh, friends in my class invited like the whole class to come over and watch Halloween Town two. Um, and then I went back and watched one is actually better. So I went back and watched one after that. Um, I really like those movies, but I think I've only seen one and two. I know there's like Halloween Town High, and there's like mm-hmm. several. Other, I think there's like five of them now or something. But I never saw the other one. There was a movie. I think it was a Disney Channel movie. I don't know if you remember this one, but it was like about the boogeyman, and the character had an imaginary friend or something. But as they got older, their imaginary friend was going to disappear, so they couldn't help them fight off the boogeyman, and they went into their dreams or something. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. It's a Halloween movie, but... It's a movie? Is it like a Disney movie? I think it's a Disney movie. Like one of those ones that would play on uh, on TV. It wasn't like go see it in theaters. Yeah, I don't know what this is. Huh. I, I'm sure somebody will listen and remember what I'm talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm bummed. I don't know. That's actually one of my favorite things about technology nowadays is sometimes i'll remember something from my childhood and you can just like google movie with oh, boogeyman dude i i it's so funny that like you could put like any thought in my head it's actually one of my favorite things to do there was um uh earlier this year or like last year i forget when it was actually but there was a book that i remember my teacher reading to us in second grade and i was able to all i could remember is like Something about the word berry, and then, like, I, I kind of had, like, an image in my head of, like, what the cover looked like. And I just kept trying. I, like, I, I thought there was, like, some animals in the front, so I just tried, like, guessing what animals it might be. And after, like, an hour of doing this, I figured out <laughs> exactly what book it was. And that was, like, the least amount of info I've ever had. But I've done to the point where it's, like, you remember one line of a song in... Yeah. Um, like, there was... I actually... I even just had one of these moments when I was in... um when I was a little kid, I remembered this like song from a movie about like safety town. And then I remembered, I was like strangers. And I was like, I started typing in like the lyrics that I could remember. And then I found the exact clip. It was like some movie about like, uh, not, um, not, um, uh, like staying away from strangers, like being careful around strangers and stuff. And I was able to figure it out. Yeah. I love it. (laughs) I, I had a gig once in Tennessee, it was in like uh, like an an hour drive from Nashville, a coffee shop, and this this one other like teenager ended up having a slot uh, that same night as I did, and he had a song that I I still remember some of the lyrics to, and so the other day it popped into my head again, and I had forgotten about it, and I was like, I know that his lyrics said something about dragons, like the dragons, they breed skies overpopulated or something. So I typed in those lyrics. I found this. He's not a professional musician. I found his like band camp link. It's like a coward's lament by stuffy. The sidekick. <laughs> I found it. It's incredible. How you can do that. I remember there was a movie. I, I don't know. 
because there's like there were like Disney movies, but then there were also like All Dogs Go to Heaven. That wasn't a Disney movie we discovered. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know what brand it was, yeah, whatever. I but either. there's another movie. I don't know if it's a Disney movie or if it's like one of those that that brand. Um, it's called We're Back. It's with dinosaurs. Like somebody, I think, like time travels and brings dinosaurs back to the present, but they can speak English. <laughs> And I love that movie when I was a kid, and I remember having this exact experience where I was like, Disney movie with dinosaurs coming back to present, and uh, you think it maybe Jurassic Park would come up, but no, it was We're Back. We're good, good to go. <laughs> yeah, I love those moments, because that's like a huge thing that's changed during our lifetime, is when we were young, experiences, we didn't know if we were ever going to have them or see it ever again. Right. Like, if you missed like a TV episode or if you um, just like things in general, like you saw something in a magazine, you're just like, I'm never going to see any of this stuff ever again. But then the internet comes around and now you can find all that stuff. I know. And I just, sometimes I'm so happy that like on YouTube specifically, someone will take a clip from a scene that I love or something. And that's the one that they highlighted. And sometimes I'm like, I should start doing this. <laughs> Because there are some things that I want. I know that there are probably people out there who are like, oh, that that uh, 15 minute mark in Inception. I love that 45 second scene. I, I, I would I just want to watch that clip. Is it on YouTube? And I could put it on there and just yeah. There's channels that do that and like make money off of it. Though oh. I don't understand how that works at all. You understand that this is like a, okay for someone who's been doing YouTube for a while. I, I gotta say I don't understand how there's so many YouTube channels that just have like other people's content on it. How are they doing that? I don't either because I get like copyright strikes <laughs> yeah, on, on covers. For using like a clip too. Sometimes you can get like yeah, copyright strikes. I did a psychology video where I use like a 30 second clip um, of someone doing the, uh, the, the, I think it was the Milgram experiment or something. And um, I'm talking over the clip. Like the clip is, I, I'm explaining the clip for people. So it's educational and I got a copyright strike because of it. And it was just some like random channel too. So I, uh, I actually disputed it. I mean, I wasn't making money, but I was yeah, just like, yeah. I, this should not even be a copyright strike. I'm, this is educational. This is a fair use. I'm using it for educational purposes. Yeah. And yet somehow I see channels that have like 80,000 subscribers and all they have are just like these clips posted from movies and all material. Like there's, uh, there's a channel, uh, NBA show, if you are out there somewhere. How is that channel allowed to be a thing? It literally just posts all these clips of, like, a first take and stuff like that, and just all these ESPN clips, and they just get away with it? Well, have you seen House of Highlights? No. So House of Highlights started out doing that same kind of thing, and now they are partnered with, um, what's, what's the channel that has uh, Chuck, Ernie, Shaq, Kenny. Oh, uh, is that TNT? Might be. Yeah, uh, they they are like part. They started out like ripping clips off of them, and now they partner. And now they're like a legit channel that ha like works with them. They they take. This is where I watch my NBA highlights, so that's how I know about it. But I I watched an interview with like the creator of House of Highlights, and I mean, to be fair, like. This guy works hard. After NBA games are over, he edits them all down to like 10-minute clips, which yeah. is a lot of work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's still crazy that like that's even 
Like what? What is allowed? I don't even know. I, it's it. Yeah, YouTube is the complete wild west. Like you literally. I mean, you could post whatever you want, it seems like. But it, it seems like there's just no consistency on who gets in trouble for things, who doesn't get in trouble for things. And that's why people get so mad sometimes, especially if it's, like, your full-time job. And then YouTube's like, yeah, no, you can't do that anymore. You've yeah. been getting away with this for two years? No, not not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. We're taking away that. Like, they, they will take down, like, thumbnails. Like, that's the thing that they can do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't you say that one of our, our friends had that happen recently? Yes. They can just take down the thumbnail. Yeah. And, like, that's crazy. Like, what has changed in the time? Did they just find it now? Does somebody finally report it now? I, I just... That's crazy. But in particular, these damn channels where they just post clips for things. I'm like, how? Like, in music. How are people posting music? How well, yeah, work? I get copyright strikes on covers. Yeah. And there, there have been channels that I've gotten. They, they have a cover. Well, I suppose... I suppose... Um, because I was going to say that they have a cover that has ads on it, but I suppose that could be whoever copyright strike the video is getting the revenue off of that cover. Maybe that's the case. But I also think aren't covers fair use? I would think so because you see bands cover bands. Yeah. You see artists cover artists. Like I'm pretty sure it is. I, I guess I don't I don't fully understand the law, but – but yeah, I ha- I've had covers recently, like when I posted them before, they didn't have copyright strikes, and recently they've been banned from certain countries. Really? Yeah. A cover of a song. Like, I'll even make up the music. Like, yeah, I'll, yeah. like my paparazzi cover. I, like, I, I follow the chord structure, and I obviously sing the lyrics and the melody, but... I like made up my own like har- harmonic part. I added a bunch of different instruments, different tones. Like the song is way different, and I'm pretty sure I got a copyright strike on that. I don't get it because I see all over YouTube people who just do covers and who just do like um, instrumental covers and stuff like that. Who is making these these decisions? And uh, like, how are some people able to just get away with so much? Well, I also wonder some of these places. I wonder if they just spend all of their time disputing the copyright strikes. Probably. That I, I wonder if that's the case. Like these places are like, no, this is fair use. And so they know that as soon as they post a video, part of the process is going to be disputing a copyright strike. And I wonder if you do it enough times that they're like, all right, maybe they're just okay. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know how this works. Yeah. I, I guess I don't even know. Is it, is some of it's automated, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, a lot of it's automated. That's how they're able to even do this because of just the absurd numbers of how much video footage is posted to the internet. Yeah, because I know, like, like as a musician, they y- your song has like a something about the file has like, for lack of a better term, like DNA to it. So if you license that song with certain companies like BMI or ASCAP, they like in the, they put in their database the DNA of your song and then they have databases that scour the internet to find if it's being used in places Mm -hmm. because then they can make claims on it and stuff like that happened I posted my song waiting on my YouTube channel and I got a copyright strike on (laughs) (laughs) that's my favorite kind of stuff having a copyright strike on your own music or how I have to watch the ads on my own channel. So, like, if I go to watch my own YouTube video, like, to go see, oh, 
Oh yeah, let me check on this real quick. I gotta watch an ad, and then if I go out of the YouTube channel or out of the video and then go back to it, I have to watch an ad again. So sometimes in my own videos, I'm watching all these ads, and it's like great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Love how this works. I sh I don't even know how it works. <laughs> I don't. Know <laughs> That's either. the thing. I mean, it it would be incredibly difficult to try to maintain a platform like YouTube. Like I have I have no idea how they they stop people from just posting like absurd things on there. Yeah. But that's why, like, I try not to get mad at some of the things because I'm like, I don't know how, how realistically they even do YouTube to begin with because it's such a ridiculous uh, ability to just give any person the right to upload whatever they want. Like, yeah, that's a terrifying uh, thing to get into. But they do it. Yeah. Somehow, some way. I know it's, we went off uh, yeah, we went we, a bit of a tangent we there. Didn't fall, <laughs> do you want to listen to our voicemail? We did get a voicemail. Yeah, let's listen to the voicemail. So, yeah, here is a voicemail from a... Um, just your everyday Joanne. <laughs> well, hello there. I'm just a random commenter. I just wanted to give you a quick call and actually leave a complaint for you, if that's all right. Uh, my complaint is that you actually only do one podcast per week, and I was hoping that maybe you could do uh, two or three podcasts per week. That would be wonderful. I really do love yourself. I think you guys are really great. I wanted to tell you real quick, though, that the, I think the star of your show is that girl that comes in from time to time. She's real cute. I really like her. So if you don't want to invite her back, I'm sure she's going to do it. Anyway, I hope you have a great show and a great afternoon. And I'll see you. Probably not see you because you don't know me. But I'll, I'll look for you. I won't look for you because that sounds weird. I'll just watch you like every normal person. Okay, great. Bye-bye. That definitely went on for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> but it was worth every 50 seconds, don't you think? Yeah. Just, uh, did we get a name on that viewer? Uh, no. I called her the everyday Joanne. Okay, Joanne. Just want to say thank you for tuning into the show. Um, we really want to give you that shout out. You know, if you guys ever want to leave us voicemails, 513-427-EMG5. Um, it's great to have a listener like you. Doing more than one episode a week. We've done it before. It's not out of the realm of possibility. We actually stuff. have done three a week. At, done, yeah, we did a stretch where we tried doing it like that, but we made a decision sometime in the last year or so um, that like one episode a week is pretty good. Every once in a while, doing a second one is like not out of the question, but we do a lot of other things, and I just feel like the podcast kind of just works itself. Right, and I... One thing that I think, Steve, I guess to let you guys in, like to be a fly on the wall for some of our conversations, we recognize that our show is not, there's not a niche about our show. We, we kind of talk about anything and everything from sports to uh, how we feel about certain political things or, uh, you know, just random childhood memories. Like we're all over the place. We just like to have conversation and sometimes deep conversation, sometimes jokey conversation. So it's not going to be a, it's tough to market a podcast like that in the sense that like if we had a star Wars podcast, you'd be like, okay, let's hit up like star Wars, uh, you know, forums and, and say, Hey, check out this podcast. Uh, it's about star Wars theory or something like that. Uh, we can't really do that per se with this kind of thing. So our thought process is if you're going to listen to this podcast, it's probably most likely going to be because, be because you enjoy us. So if that's the case, we should really focus on our, uh, our content and getting out there uh, so that people want to pay attention to what 
we have to to say and what we what we're doing so that's kind of what our before i think part of us was like okay the podcast is our foundation so let's put everything into the podcast but i think we realized quick that uh there's probably going to be a better way to uh to do this not only for our plates but also um just in terms of how the audience might digest things yeah yeah it, it is podcasting is a bit tricky just in terms of like how do you promote a podcast like I don't know, and I just know that I like doing this. We like doing this, and um, some people also like that we do this. So, that's, uh, that's not cool. many though. Yeah, like at least 113. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our subscribers keep going up. If you haven't subscribed to the Everything Must Go podcast YouTube channel to see our ugly mugs, please do. Um, we uh, we're really proud of our studio setup now, and and uh, we got this orange light for for fall and Halloween. So you need to tune in to be able to look at just this orange light. You need to look at us. Just yeah. Or you can just listen. If you don't want to, you want nothing to do with any of this. Just listen to it. Spotify or any of your favorite podcast apps. Leave us a five star. If you're reviewing it on a, a podcast, wait, Apple podcast, Apple podcast. Um, definitely leave a five star there. Uh, yeah. Take it easy. That feel like the end of the episode. Kind of feel like the end for a second. Uh, Okay, let's get back to fall. So one thing that I used to love growing up as a kid uh, was playing fall ball. Did you play fall baseball? Yes. Yeah, I I loved. I was actually a bit surprised. Because I, I started thinking about the fact that you grew up in Minnesota, so fall baseball had to be miserable. How cold was it? Uh, I remember playing <laughs> some games in the snow. Like it was, yeah, I was gonna say. it was snowing and like so cold that if you hit the ball anywhere that wasn't the barrel, your hands would sting for the entire day. I hated it. Yeah. But fall, I I enjoyed fall ball though. I mean, I'm surprised I even played it because I played football as well, and that's you play football in the fall but uh but yeah there were some brutal games baseball sure. is horrible to play in the cold like yeah. uh because I, I don't know that i ever played in snow but definitely close a few times and uh i the time that i remember specifically of, of like cold weather is i was pitching one game or i was supposed to pitch and i remember taking the mound and I would like I always have had bad circulation to my hands. So like in general, like people will notice that they're usually pretty cold if you just touch my hands. So when it's cold, my hands literally just like freeze. Like they won't bend. So I was like on the mound and I was like I can't I I couldn't really bend my fingers. So I had to, I was just throwing the baseball with all of <laughs> Palm my fingers. Balls? I was throwing oh, your, your I was fingers. throwing like I was like th- like throwing it like kind of just in the palm of my hand and then just sort of using the rest of my fingers to just like sort of guide it throwing the ball like 35 miles an hour because i couldn't put anything on it and after like throwing to like a few batters uh, (laughs) it was like what's going on out there so i had to like wave wave people in i was like i can't i can't feel the ball (laughs) like i i literally can't feel anything in my hand like i can't i can't pitch i cannot do this so I had to take myself out of the game because it was so cold. And I think the game did get called, like, shortly after that. But that was the type of stuff. Like, it was so ridiculously cold. But there was something kind of cool about, like, playing in an environment where, like, the leaves were starting to come off the trees. Yeah. And, like, and there's a whole different environment about it. And you know how I get with the heat. Like, 
past 80 degrees, I start shutting down. <laughs> so yeah, I, fall ball before it gets too cold, when it's weather like it is right now, where yeah, it's yeah. like in the 60s, oh, it's 50s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's oh, I love it. It's <laughs> it, that's where I shine. But um, but shortly thereafter, it gets it gets real cold real quick. So yeah, I, I did kind of like it. Was always a little more laid back, at least to me, whenever I'd play it, and I I liked that about it a lot. I yeah. like that time of the year. Faux show. Sure. What about um, – oh, just really quick to, to mention this. Patrick made a comment that it's hard to find the podcast. If you're searching the podcast on any podcast app or on YouTube, you have to type everything must go podcast. Yeah, otherwise you're going to find – yeah, this is actually a really <laughs> valuable thing that I, we've mentioned before. But if you don't include the word podcast, you're going to find a bunch of episodes – titled everything must go yeah that other podcasts have done but if you type in podcast you should be able to easily find it and if you look on spotify like there are so many songs named everything must go including the one that inspired the yeah. name of our show yep. so uh definitely put podcast at the end you should be able to find it uh really easily yeah um A bright yellow logo you can't miss it what uh what about uh raking leaves and jumping in leaf piles did you leaf piles did you do that yeah, I definitely did that. Oh. I was big on that because we had in my backyard growing up, we had these two massive trees. So, like, there actually would be really big piles of leaves in the backyard. And I used to think that that was just like a – it's interesting because I thought, like, in, in winter you play in the snow. In fall you play in the leaves. But, like, I, I'll still play in the snow in the winter. But, like, I don't play in the leaves anymore. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, like, that's it, what's going wrong. We need to start playing in the leaves, dude. I, I don't know. Maybe it, it holds up better than I'm thinking. We, I haven't tried it. That's the thing. That could be a video idea. Wait a minute. It, 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 yeah, that's a vlog idea. Let's go get some some rakes. Just go into the park and just rake some leaves. And I'll, then we'll I'm jump really in. down to do that. When, <laughs> like soon, because eventually uh, there's a lot of leaves down now. This let's, is like the time to do let's it. Let's do it. I'm I'm down to do it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remembered. I I think my my family's got some home videos of me and uh, my sisters jumping in in uh, piles of leaves when we had a yard and. Yeah, those are good, those are good memories. I I just there definitely is something. I mean, uh, people really get crazy about fall and pumpkin spice stuff, and it gets super a, frustrating. It gets a little annoying, yeah. but uh, I will. I, I I get it though because there is something about fall that feels there's just like the the ambiance of oh, it feels really nice. The aesthetic, I guess. It's it's great. Well, and since I did a video on my favorite month, do you have a favorite month? No. <laughs> I actually think about very often. My brain is like months aren't even real. We just made them all up. <laughs> so I don't. I'm just like yeah. That's you act like I'm the hipster. That's the most hipster thing I've ever heard. Like, well, I'm just like even real, dude. Like it's all just a societal construct. Well, even like days of the week. I'm just like, why do I have to wait till Monday to start stuff? Like, why can't I just start stuff on a Saturday? You can work Because Saturdays are, it's just the sun goes up, the sun comes down. There's no actual days. We're, that, it's just, that's a social construct, man. <laughs> what, do, what does this even mean? Like, <laughs> Everything's made up. Nothing Dude, even matters. Everything is made up. But that's what I get pissed off about. Everyone acts like you have to do things a certain way. And I'm like, everything is literally made up. Yeah, yeah. but I feel like you're just as bad because you think that things need to be do it done a certain way that's different from the way like you think halloween should only be s celebrated for 31 days i'm like days are made up man why can't you just celebrate it whenever the hell you want to celebrate it 
That's chaotic. <laughs> That's chaotic. <laughs> Dude, I want chaos. I'm like the Joker from The Dark Knight. I... Okay, so you you really don't have a favorite month? Like, that's no. That's the end of the discussion. <laughs> favorite don't. time of the year? Uh, Maybe fall or spring. Does it ever get, like, 95 in Minnesota? Yeah. Like, is that, like, common, like, in the summer, like, a good Not, few days? I don't know if it's common, but it does, yeah. Hmm. So you just, what happens in those days? I feel like we got a couple of those this year in Chicago. Well, here's the dumb thing about Minnesota. You're indoors for a majority of the year because of the cold but then you get in the summer if it gets to 95 i don't want to be out in 95 degree <laughs> weather so i'm gonna be indoors in the ac as well this man's never satisfied <laughs> i'm not going outside that's what i'm saying <laughs> i think that things changed for me when my family moved down to tennessee because it's warmer for a lot longer of the year and the heat's different, but it's like you just have to get used to the heat because you're going to be outside so much. So until then, I feel like I just sucked. Like baseball in the summers, if it was hot, I was garbage. I was like, people thought I was high because I just like could not perform. My my eyes were bloodshot. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. So like if you looked at the advanced analytics, like the temperature would be like 90 degree plus days. Your batting average is like 80. I'd say like 85 degree plus. I Yeah, my... <laughs> What? I was like sluggish. I would make errors. I was just like, I was awful. I remember when I first moved to Tennessee, I had a football game and it was so hot that my coach, there was a play that happened where I got tackled from behind. And as I went to my knees, a guy hit me. So my body went, my knees are on the ground here. My body went like this. Like I got split in half almost. <laughs> And uh, it's just a brutal clip. But um, after that play, I got on the bench and my coach looked at me in the eyes and he's like, I think he literally asked me if I was on drugs because my eyes were so bloodshot. I just like couldn't. I, w- I just felt so dehydrated. I felt it was like way too hot for me. So this is before your water jug guy, I take it. This is before water jug yeah, guy. That's a big issue this there. is also within the first two months i think of me living in tennessee from minnesota so i wasn't used to the heat yet but tennessee was really good for me because i got used to that heat more but then i moved back up to minnesota and i will say now again like if i were to go down to florida in the summer i would really struggle so what is your preference between the places that you have lived between illinois minnesota tennessee in terms of weather just overall? tennessee probably tennessee is your preference like yeah what why though um you still get a little bit of winter, but the winter is kind of like fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I liked about it too. Yeah. I, that's like the one thing, like overall, I could kind of take or leave a lot of parts of Tennessee, but I really did like the weather a lot. Weather that was great, yeah. And I also felt like the one thing that sucks about Minnesota summers as well is mosquitoes. There's so many lakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same thing with Ohio. Yeah, so you get so many mosquitoes. And... um Tennessee, I feel like the bugs are bigger there. Like I they remember, are, yeah. I remember seeing some June bugs or something that were just like spiders are big too, humongous. <laughs> um, but I don't remember ever being bitten by mosquitoes or not bitten, but you know, yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah. Um, so like you could be outside without like if you go outside in Minnesota, you better bring bug spray, otherwise you're gonna be scratching your legs for the next week. Um. Chicago is actually not bad. I just feel like I haven't really actually gotten to experience <laughs> Illinois weather because 
the yeah, pandemic yeah, I just hit. Spend so much time inside. Yeah, yeah. so it's like I. It's not like I was walk. I, it's not like I was doing a bunch of stuff outside in March to see what it was like. Yeah, it's okay. The summer is great. Well, Fall's I will say okay. though, you. I think I handle the cold a little bit better than oh, you yeah. do. So yeah, we talked about it like that. I love like like ninety five. I love it still. Like I I love the heat. So bring on the heat all day. It's any and then like any temperature that's about fifty or warmer. I'm like completely fine with, but when it starts getting under 50, 40s, it's a little rough. Anything below that, it's like really bad for me. I cannot stand it. Yeah, and I, that is a good point too. I was talking, uh, I had a conversation recently about this. Is, you know, and I, I'm probably I've been guilty of this, but giving people shit for how they handle the weather, I think, is kind of bullshit because I think that people's bodies just handle it differently definitely so it's like oh you're being a pussy because you can't handle the cold well no <laughs> maybe your body just like i think my body generates more heat than yours does yeah and just in so obviously the summers are going to be harder for me but the winters are going to be easier yeah um like the winters are brutal for me like i'm a huge baby like i will complain like i gotta go home i'm sorry i'm too cold i don't know what to do right now like i'll do that a lot but in the summertime like everyone's like we got to go in it and i'm just like 95 degrees i'm just like a big smile like hey god it's great out here we're having a good time dude i remember (laughs) i remember in seventh grade i was on this baseball team and we took we had a a tournament in las vegas and it was like high 40s low 50s and we were in the outdoor swimming pool swimming (laughs) and everyone it's vegas and all these people are like used to it being hotter and like like other teams were bringing um, space heaters and all this stuff to games, and we were like, "This is perfect baseball weather." <laughs> <laughs> we were loving it, swimming in the pool during the day, and it was just it, oh my gosh, it was great. But yeah, it's just I think it's just different. You've definitely made me see Minnesota differently because as a kid, I always just thought that all like the Midwest and all like nor- the northern part of the country. The, the weather was kind of the same. And then I learned that, like, Minnesota is, like, noticeably actually colder than even where I grew up. Oh, yeah. It's such a weird realization. Like, that you have, like, an extra full month of, like, winter weather on the calendar. That's nuts to me. Well, dude, I, I, I think a couple of years ago, I know, I think when, when I was in Rochester, I think it snowed in May. <laughs> How does that happen? That's terrifying. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. I remember... Uh, some Halloweens where I'd have to wear like layers underneath my costume because it was snowing. Yeah. <laughs> which, which that's not t- too crazy, yeah. but like, yeah, I think I've maybe even done that uh, before. beginning of October through like April, having it be questionable to be outside cause it's so cold. It's like ridiculous. That's why Tennessee was so nice because in Tennessee, like the weather in November isn't even that bad. No. Like the weather in November, like usually kind of starts to suck if you're in the Midwest, uh, especially if you're like up and f- further north. Uh, but in Tennessee, like in November, it can just be like 65 for a high and like 50 for a low, and like yeah. that's not bad at all. Like no, I'll, I'll take that. That's like a lot of what November is there. You can well, have 75 degree days there. And I felt like Tennessee was kind of like Minnesota, but in the reverse. Whereas like. Minnesota, you'll have random cold days in months where you feel like it should be spring already. Why is it not spring? Why is it not getting to summer? But in Tennessee, I felt like like you'd have a random day in December that was in the 60s. And it was like, yeah, 
We got a 60 day in December. Yeah, that's I know. dope. You know, one time randomly when I was a kid, we had a 70 degree day in December in Ohio. I'll never forget this. There was it was like absurd. It was like I was the warmest day ever in our history. It might have been off by like a, like a, a degree or two, but it was like right up there. It was like 70 in December, and I was like, global warming might be real. Yeah. <laughs> It is real, guys. Don't think that. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> Don't think that I'm, a, I'm not a conspiracy person. Here. It is. Uh, it is real. I saw a tweet the other day that was brilliant. It said, "Can we stop asking politicians if they believe in climate change and start asking them?" Uh, what they want to do about climate change. Climate change is a thing. It's scientific. Let's stop asking if people believe in it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, no, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's another topic one. for another time. <laughs> Honestly, it really is. Uh, do we, you, we did a conspiracy theory episode one time. Oh my gosh. That was a great episode. Was, we talked about good. the Loch Ness monster. Yeah. We should do, I've been thinking lately, we should do another episode or two. That's like, we should go back to like a few of the kinds of episodes we've done, like one where it's like conspiracy theory. We could do like a, a advice one again. We could do like a, a quiz one again. Well, what do you think about possibly? I, I I can cut this part out if we don't want actually want to do it. But similar to like the conspiracy theory episode where we looked up different conspiracy theories and we would discuss them. What if we did like a discussion on haunted places next week? Could do that. Yeah, just different places that are. Um, I mean, I guess I don't want to be next week. We could even save that for whatever. But um, like, look up because I, I actually saw this. Um, the most haunted place in Illinois is. Um, let me look it up. It's something. It's a prison. Oh really? Yeah, because I looked up that one of the ho- the hotel we were at. Like, yeah, the uh, hotel. But this is supposed to be the haunt, the most old Joliet prison. They do tours and stuff, and uh, supposedly, yeah, what what did I read about it? It was it was like one, a famous killer um, prison uh, serial killer. Give me one second, guys. Sorry, I know this is really thrilling. Uh, Richard Speck. Um, Who is this? <laughs> you know, he's a, a pretty big serial killer. Uh, um, but I think oh, and John, uh, John Gacy. You know yeah, that is. Yeah, I've heard him. Yeah. Yeah, I think they stayed at that prison, Ooh. so it's, it's haunted. Um, then they do tours and and stuff like that there. So I, I don't know. Just thinking of different ideas to talk. We still got to so. figure out what we're gonna do on our like specific Halloween episode too. Yeah, we typically get a guest. It's a little harder this year, but I would, uh, I would like. Um, we could figure something out for it. I mean, yeah, because that that's always. That's always fun. Um, la- that was our longest episode ever, actually, I think, was the Halloween one we did last year. Oh, with uh, Steph? Yeah. Well, I think both episodes we did with Steph were pretty long because oh, yeah, we split a- one into two yeah. episodes. That one's pretty garbage, though, because the audio sucked. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, the audio's garbage on that because something went wrong with our connection with her. And uh, so there's like there's big chunks of her talking that are cut out. Honestly, it's probably for the best. I'm kidding, <laughs> Steph. If you're listening, I'm just joking. Uh, yeah, um, we've had some tef- technical difficulties. No technical difficulties, but we we've gotten there. Do you want to talk about uh, Halloween being legit or not? Yes, it, we're at the point now. Okay, so basically, Brandon posed this question to me, which is like, where where'd you get this from? Where'd, like, how'd you get in this discussion initially? 
Have uh, you heard someone else talk about this? I have heard people talk about it. Um, just because, like, people say this about Valentine's Day as well. Um, just how it's, yeah, just go into it. Yeah, so basically, is Halloween a legitimate holiday, or is it kind of like a Hallmark holiday, something in the uh, similar fashion of Valentine's Day? And I actually, I've never thought about that comparison before, but because Halloween is actually... It, okay, so I did a video on the history of Halloween, and with the history of Halloween, it, it was this, it was supposed to be like a day where they thought that the spirits, the 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 world of the dead and the world of the living, uh, were like coming close together. Uh, back when when the winter came along, you didn't know if you were gonna make it to see the other side of the winter. So Halloween was like the last day where you had to like get some of your food together and and um. People like used to freak out, I guess, around this time of the year. So there is a little bit of like a root of something a little bit more sinister and a little bit more meaningful, I guess. So like in Valentine's Day, I don't even know the history of it, but just knowing that it's kind of just like a lighthearted kind of like goofy day, I think that Halloween has a little bit of an upper edge on just like that that um has a little bit of the upper hand on just that that historical context that like people were afraid of this day and it actually had some cultural significance to it. And I think for I, I I think it still does for a lot of people have a, a cultural significance. I don't think that's like dead and gone. I think some people still treat it in that way. Yeah, there's I, like um, I had neighbors growing up that were um, uh, Christian and they didn't celebrate Halloween because they also thought that, I, I don't know, somehow they could, it went against Christianity, which I thought was also interesting because like, I never heard anyone be against Valentine's Day. Yeah. There probably is someone. Don't get me wrong. Maybe Tim's against it. Who knows? <laughs> well, single people are typically against it. Yeah. <laughs> Valentine's Day does kind of suck if you're single or don't have, like, a date. There's nothing, like, what do you, there's nothing really to do on it. That's, like, a little bit, I guess, the difference on Valentine's but that, Day. That's honestly how I feel like since I've been an adult, that's how I handle most holidays. I don't really do anything on it. <laughs> like, like, living in Chicago, I didn't do anything for Easter. I didn't do anything for the 4th of July. Uh, probably won't do anything for Halloween. Um, it's not that I don't like them, but it's just they're just days. It's all made up. Yeah, it is <laughs> just all like made months, up. dude. <laughs> okay, yeah, it it is it is made up. I mean, okay. It, like, uh, well, I was gonna say like in terms of like the hierarchy, where do you think Halloween like is lands? On yeah. Um, well, in terms of my favorites, Halloween is probably my second fra- favorite. Like, I think it's Christmas and then Halloween. Uh. But I think that's also more because of childhood nostalgia. Like, I loved Halloween as a kid. I loved dressing up. Um, and I hated stupid little kids who couldn't handle costumes, so they you weren't allowed to wear your costume to school. Are you kidding? Did, did, did your schools have that? Uh, you could wear your costumes to school, but you couldn't wear, bring, like, a weapon or something with it. I understand that, but, like, kids are like... Well, we got to, you know, the, the school, we got to ban costumes because no, dude, the really? kindergartners are getting scared of them. It's like, then have them stay home. Are you kidding me? <laughs> oh, what? Wait, your school did not have costume day? Like, all of the schools, I, I moved around a lot. I went to, like, three different elementary schools, and none of them let you wear your costumes. Are you serious? Actually, no. We did have a costume. We did have a costume day at... One of them, but the fact that you there, 
the school that I went to, it actually won an award. Uh, Parkside won Parkside Elementary School up in Buffalo, Minnesota, won uh, the Elementary School of Excellence Award or whatever. It, like it was one of the top elementary yeah. schools in the in the state of Minnesota, um, and they didn't allow costume wearing, which is just bullshit. Yeah, that is weird. No, we never had any issues. We couldn't bring like, let's say if you were like. Um, Jack Sparrow, you couldn't bring his sword, right, or something like that. Which but, I get that. I mean, yeah. you can't like ever bring any toy things like that in, into school. But yeah, that one just makes kind of sense. But yeah, yeah. No, I dressed up. I mean, I was, um, I never was like anything like totally crazy for Halloween. I tried. I remember we had a we did have a costume contest in fifth grade, and I remember I tried to get cute with it and be like ironic, and it was like. I bought a mask and a shirt that said, all I have for Halloween is this mask. Or just something stupid like that. I thought I was going to win the costume contest. But Did you win? I, no. Wow. Not even close. Damn. Um, I never won any costume contests either. But I know that you really like Halloween. I think you arguably like Halloween more than I do. Not argue, but I, I'd say it's probably pretty definitive. But yeah. what would you uh, – do you – can you see the side of the argument that's like this Halloween's kind of bullshit? Or do you think that there is legitimacy to this as think, a holiday? I think every holiday essentially turns into a Hallmark holiday. Because, I mean, yeah. even Christmas was supposed to be about Jesus. And nowadays everyone talks about this uh, character named uh, Santa Claus or Chris Kringle. I guess it's the same guy. Is that like how Batman is like a real like a person and he's a superhero? Is Chris Kringle the same guy as Santa Claus? I think so, <laughs> but I don't think it. I don't think it's like a secret identity, like I Batman and Bruce Wayne type thing. <laughs> Chris Kringle is actually Santa Claus. Yeah, I don't. I don't know actually, <laughs> but I think everything just turns into a Hallmark holiday. I, I don't know how that. All, like the Easter Bunny, he's got nothing to do with the resurrection of Jesus. It's just like. How do, I don't know how these things happen, but over time yeah. we just love to like make everything kind of cute and goofy and well, be and able to make Christmas, money off of it. December twenty fifth isn't even Jesus's birthday. No, there's like all kinds of uh, issues with like every holiday. They, yeah, so like sense. some part of each one is uh, romanticized really. or, or dramatized yeah. or whatever. So everything is. Uh, Realistically, everything is a Hallmark holiday. Would like everything, is but I think some money. are more than others. Like I, I, I think you can make an argument that there is. So I guess you could make for Halloween because it's like the Day of the Dead. You know, it's like the that merging of the worlds, like you were talking about. I suppose. Yeah. You could, I, I don't think like Valentine's Day has something like that, does it? I don't know. I, I can't remember what the actual significance of Valentine's Day is. If you guys know, let us know because I don't know the history of Valentine's Day. But Valentine's Day to me always, well, that's your sweetest day too. That there's a lot of uh, these kind of cutesy holidays like that. Yeah. Well, do, I mean, what what do you think about the the tradition of kids going door-to-door trick-or-treating i definitely worry about it like yeah i, I definitely wonder if that's going to be a thing in the future because of the world that we live in it's really sad because i mean th- this is definitely going to be a whole separate uh video but i do think that like there is a certain amount of people that like i mean you don't want to not be exposed to some things in life like you want to be exposed to, like being able to go out and like I guess if you're there with a parental guardian, it, to me it seems like it would be okay. But yeah. I just don't. I just don't know. That's the thing. I um. I remember as a kid, 
after we went trick-or-treating, like my parents would always be with us. And then after we went trick-or-treating, we would dump out all of our candy on the living room floor and we would have to go through all of our candy to see if any of the wrappers were open a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then if any of the candy wrappers were open, we'd have to throw away that candy just in oh, case yeah, yeah. somebody was tampering with something. Yeah, we had to do the same thing. I remember, uh, like, it's, that used to be my favorite part is you getting all the candy and then actually just eating it at the very end of the night. Like, I used to love it. I, I love, uh, like, chocolate candy. Like, I would try to get as many Reese's. I would try to make trays to get as many Reese's as I possibly could. Yeah. See, here, okay, I, I, I just thought of something. So... The thing about Halloween for me right now, and the reason why I think maybe my enthusiasm isn't as high as it, I think it, it obviously used to be, but also why it hasn't transitioned into a more adult appreciation of Halloween is like with Christmas, growing up, there was nothing like wanting something so bad and your grandma gets it for you yeah. for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Like having that time with your family, having sp- uh, special meals together and and getting everything that you want or just like one thing that you wanted like it, it would just make your like i remember one year my parents were brilliant where um they i wanted a game boy advance and they swore up and down i am not getting a game boy advance and i was like that's fine santa will get it for me and you know who got it for me yeah, santa did he delivered he delivered um and it was so brilliant because like i was around the age where i think i would have started figuring it out mm-hmm. um and they, so that like tricked me big time um but that transitions into like being the parent or being the person that gets kids gifts and you get to see them have that same reaction to like, this is what I wanted. And it's yeah, like yeah. being the person that got that for them and seeing how happy it makes them is like such a, an amazing feeling. It like brings back your your memories, but it also is like you're in the moment making someone you care about really happy. Yeah, Halloween, like I think back, I have the memories of dressing up, getting candy. I live in an apartment complex. I don't have kids coming to my door trick-or-treating. So I don't get that same, like, reinvigoration for, like, the tradition of Halloween right now. I think if I lived in a house in a neighborhood where you had the trick-or-treating, I would probably be way more enthusiastic for it because, like, like if I was the house in the neighborhood that had the big candy bars and the kids would love coming to my house for the candy bars, like, that would be awesome. But, like, right now... I don't get to see anybody trick or treating unless like, you know, I'm going out with friends who have a little sister or something and we're going together. But, um, I, I think that's, that's a, a distinction between Halloween and some other holidays right now. Yeah. We're also just, yeah. You and I are also just like in a phase in general where we're not like, we're kind of between like being a total kid and being like a full-fledged adult in a lot of ways because even though we're definitely adult age like we don't have we don't have kids we don't have like families we don't have like that part of it so i feel like holidays for us right now we haven't gotten to like that next phase where we get to experience the the holiday fully on the other side yeah which i think that would be kind of cool definitely i i am looking forward to that for sure did we uh, well, what's your what's your verdict on this? Verdict is, I, I think you're absolutely right that all holidays, to a certain extent, get to a place where you can consider them Hallmark holidays. Um, 
everything's made up anyways, so why is this any worse? Yeah, no, exactly. Well, yeah, especially days and months. Days and months. I did, what about, like, minutes, seconds, hours? Anything that you feel like is more justified? Well, technically, all of that stuff is made up, too. Okay. Like, existence is just existence. Mm. We put labels on things. Mm. Yeah, it's true. Um, and, and and develop formulas to explain it and stuff, but it just is what it is anyways. Yeah, so It's definitely not what it's not. That, I, I get it. That I have been saying that for years, so I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> didn't, I didn't want to, to get that twisted for anyone. <laughs> definitely got to be clear. You guys know my verdict. Everything is a Hallmark holiday to a certain extent. Um, what about uh, anything else that you wanted to like cover on this episode? Anything else that we we need to get out? A cover of Monster Mash, dude. I, what 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 needs to be done for you to do a cover of Monster Mash? That's the real ten question. million dollars. <laughs> Dude, yeah, ten million dollars. Okay, or sexual so, favors. So basically, you're not doing monster. <laughs> basically, I'm not, I'm definitely not doing monster. <laughs> Damn it, dude, that's a really big bummer. I wanted monster mash. Oh, you know, I I'm sorry. I I don't mean to disappoint people, but it's just not it's not in the cards this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, any. Anything else go through your mind this week that we needed to discuss? <laughs> no, my mind's been blank all week. Yeah, honestly, my mind hasn't been blank because <laughs> my mind is never blank. It's always going a million miles an hour. <laughs> million miles. <laughs> Which I guess doesn't really matter because even a mind going a million miles an hour is all made up according to Brandon. <laughs> so even that's irrelevant. In well, itself. that definitely is made up. Your mind is going a million yeah, miles an hour. How can your mind go because miles actually, an hour? If you actually were to do an examination and watch all the electrical pulses go through my brain and do some crazy calculations, you'd but what out is course, traveling a mile an hour in your the electrical brain? Electrical pulses in my I don't, brain. No, I don't if you think that's extrapolated out. I don't over think that distance, would tra- even go around the world even over and the over miles again. per hour thing is a made up thing. But even of those made up things, you're not choosing the the right unit that is made up to describe choose, that made up thing. I could choose whatever unit of measurement I want to use. That I, you're proving my point. It's all made up. It's not real. No, I'm I'm saying that I can use whatever measurement I want to use, and I'm saying my my mind's going ten ounces a minute. Dude, it's easy to explain. <laughs> take the take all the electrical pulses in my mind going over, uh, and you you extrapolate it out over a long distance million miles an we hour. we extrapolate a lot of things here. yeah that's what you gotta do <laughs> you just gotta check the, the saber metrics the advanced analytics yeah if you you just gotta break it down a little bit i i i understand okay it's you, it's it's complicated all right i wouldn't if expect you had everyone a, to understand if there was a video game of life your stats would be mind can go million miles yeah 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 that's exactly it <laughs> Final thoughts. We haven't done final thoughts in a while. Final thoughts are that uh, life is made up, nothing matters, and we all die. Um, and I'm then we come back for Halloween for the Day of the Dead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Uh, final thoughts. Um, cereal is not a good breakfast. Agreed. <laughs> well, it tastes good. But it doesn't actually give you what your body needs. It makes you crash early in the day. It makes no sense why we chose cereal. Like, a lot of breakfast foods, like pancakes, waffles, cereal, terrible breakfast foods. Eat fruit or something that's high in protein. Dude, ever since I started paying attention to calories, I don't, I can't believe how I've just been wasting meals. 
like one sandwich at McDonald's is like 600 calories and like you're like the average intake is like 2000. So like I could I could make my own burger that would be around like 200 300 calories. I can eat way more of those. It would be way more filling. But we just buy all these products that just are complete waste. They don't fill us up. They're all sugar based. They don't give us energy and they're hard to burn. So we just get fat. I'm fat. <laughs> I think those are some good final thoughts. Thank you. Thank you for the final thoughts. Uh, let's, uh, let's take it from, take it from here. Wait, take it from here. Home. It sounds like you were going to send us home. <laughs> no, send uh, us home. All right, awesome. Well, as you guys heard uh, earlier in the episode, we do have the capability of playing your voicemail if you give us a call. 513-427-EMG5. Give us a call. Leave us a message. We'll play it live on air since this is a live show uh if you want to email us that's okay as well we got like 70 something emails to go through but we can try to fit yours in there emgpod at gmail.com if social media is more of your thing we are at emgpod i am at brandon j flippin he is at steven russell b thank you for sticking around and we'll see you next time take it easy